Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. From the Kiss 925 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Man, this Joe Jonas, uh, Sophie Turner stuff is wild. So hand now. <sighs> So they have two kids, and I guess what had happened was they – Joe filed for divorce in Florida, mm-hmm. and then Sophie was in the U.K. filming. And there was a disagreement about where the kids should be, but you still have to follow the law and, like, mm-hmm. all of all of this stuff. And, and also what their lawyers had agreed to. So she slapped Joe with a um, legal petition – that she filed in the United States District Court of the Southern District of New York. And it is a verified petition for the return of the children to England. And the convention they cite is the civil aspect of international child abduction. What? Is what she hit him with. So Wait, jo- so where are the kids now? So Joe then had his people fire back, and his rep said, Joe and Sophie had a cordial meeting this past Saturday in New York when Sophie came to New York to be with the kids. They have oh. been with her since that meeting. Joe's oh. impression of the meeting was that they had reached an understanding that they would work together towards amicable co-parenting setup. Less than 24 hours later, Sophie advised that she wanted to take the children permanently to the UK. Therefore, she demanded via that filing that Joe hand over the children's passports so that she could take them out of the country immediately. And if he complies, Joe will actually be in violation of the Florida court order that was a part of the original divorce filing when it came to the kids. Um, They say this is an unfortunate legal disagreement about a marriage that is sadly ending. When language like abduction is used, it is misleading at best and a serious abuse of the legal system at worst. The children were not abducted. And uh, as part of uh, her statement, she was asking for the immediate return of their two children to the UK. So it is ugly. I feel bad for them kids. Yeah, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Stefan James. Love Stefan James. Yes. Uh, Stefan James and uh, Shamir Anderson. Uh, founders of the Legacy Awards. They announced the first four recipients of the 2023 Legacy Awards. Uh, Tanya Williams, 
uh, director X, Julie nice. Black, uh, Lou Calla, uh, Keisha Shante is hosting the event. It's 90 Sick. minutes. It'll be on TV, uh, the Legacy Awards on CBC and CBC Gem on Sunday. Love it. At 8 p.m. Here's a little bit of uh, Damn It Maury with the great Stefan James. And what can we look forward to in the broadcast? Well, get ready for some more obviously fun. You know, it's going to be a party. I think that's what this award show you know, uh, really, really stands for, you know, it's, it's a celebration, a uh, celebration of black excellence, um, a celebration of a legacy uh, that black Canadians all across the country are building. And so, um, you know, expect some fun, expect some, some celebration, expect some jokes, some laughs, um, but also expect some, some heartfelt moments as well. Um, you know, I think that it's a, it's going to be a show for everybody for sure. Oh, right. big up. Love there that. So that's Sunday at uh, 8 p.m. on CBC. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Doug Ford. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, my friends. Press my friends. <laughs> uh, he's got to walk back his whole Greenbelt disaster. It's, yeah. The problem is that he's out there fixing a problem. Like, he's looking like the guy who's like, don't worry, everybody. I got this. Okay, I'm going to fix it. He created the problem. Uh-huh. It's his problem. None of this would exist if he didn't make the problem. So now he's taking all the land, I guess, because all the shady ass deals and putting it oh, back, salt. putting it back into the Bruh. into the into the green belt. We'll get to the Vegas story in one second, but here's a little bit of Doug Ford yesterday. I made a promise to you that I wouldn't touch the green belt. I broke that promise. <laughs> yes, and for that, <laughs> I am very very sorry. Are you though? I pride myself on Come keeping on, our man. promises. It was a mistake to open the green belt. Uh-huh. It was a mistake to establish a process was it? that moved too fast. This process, it left too much room for some people to benefit over others. Son? It caused people to question our motives. So did you see this story about the uh, the MPP, uh, Khalid Rashid, who had to resign? Mm-mm. So he told the, I don't know, the ethics commissioner, whoever was doing the investigation. They did a real great job in that investigation, by the way. So he had said that he met one of these uh, big developers mm-hmm. that they sold his land to, I guess, in Vegas at a, in the lobby. He I ran into him in the lobby, right? Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> right? That was it. Uh-huh. And so that was his official story, right? Yeah, I just ran into him in the lobby. And then all these reporters started doing all this investigation. Mm-hmm. And they started, I guess, talking to people at the hotel and, like, f- getting the receipts and figuring out what actually went on oh and God. all this stuff. Vicky's so, got cameras bro, everywhere. So it turns out that yeah. he didn't just, like, meet these guys in the lobby and just be like, oh, hey, old friend, uh-huh. right? The story was that they the whole group of these men all went for massages together. Oh, come <laughs> on. Right? And he had the good luck ritual massage. I don't know what that is. Well, one of the other guys had a custom massage that they describe as a truly opulent experience. Oh so his, 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 I ran into him in the lobby. Yeah. Turned out to what all, are you doing all, here? These, all these rich dudes <gasps> land, okay, sitting around getting rubbed down, making deals in Vegas. Like if, if you if you had to Im- imagine in your mind what the most shady arrangement would be mm-hmm. for something that we all think and know is shady, it would be all these guys sitting around making deals while getting rubbed down, right? Yeah. In Vegas. Like it doesn't get any worse than that. You like how idiots. do you think you're going to keep that a secret? <laughs> he did and he lied about it. He even lied about the time. I think he was off by like two months or something like that when he said that it all happened. Just met him in the lobby, old friend. Hey, old friend. Yeah. What are right? you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> Weird. What a coincidence. <laughs> anyway, want to talk? Uh... The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
Lizzo's spokesman is fired back as Lizzo was hit with yet another lawsuit, this time from someone working on the tour in the wardrobe department. Uh, in court documents, Asha Daniels, who was hired by Amanda Nomura, who works for Lizzo to join the tour, uh, has filed legal docs stating that she was made to work extremely long hours, forced to hear racist and fat phobic comments and more. Uh, however, Lizzo spokesperson uh, Stefan Friedman in, says this, we will pay this as much attention as it deserves none. Uh, In the suit, Daniels claims that she was sometimes made to work from 6 a.m. to 2 a.m., adding that there were times where she was refused breaks. Daniels accuses Nomura of calling black black women on tour dumb, useless, and fat, as well as stating that uh, she wasn't allowed to dress sexy around Lizzo because Lizzo would reportedly get jealous when her boyfriend was around beautiful women. Mm. So that's from the latest lawsuit. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Stephen A. Smith threw out the first pitch at the Yankees game. I don't know if you saw this. So Stephen A. Smith blowhard. It is always great when 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 the egomaniacs blow the first pitch, right? Okay. It's it's it it's always the best. This is a Jays it's, game too, right? Yeah. So uh-huh. uh, he goes out there and he's like got the jersey and the everything else, and he comes up like a good 10, 15 feet short, like it bounced. Oh no! And then, yeah, it bounced. It was like a cricket oh. throw. It bounced, and then the catcher caught it. So here's the analyst uh, with the with the setup here. This just happened at the stadium. Stephen A. Smith, the ESPN, throwing out the first pitch. A lot of conflict. That's a confident strike going confident. to the top of the mound. Very confident, there, Jack. But as we've been told by Jack Curry, it is not easy throwing a strike from the top of the mound. The catcher looks like he's about the size of a quarter. <laughs> oh, he, oh, one hop. Oh, <laughs> oh, well, if we were playing stickball, that oh, would have worked out. That's oh. the pitch you throw when you try and oh. induce a swing and a miss. Wow. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, here is Stephen A. Smith uh, talking about what went wrong. I was warming up down there. I was throwing strikes from 60 feet away. And I got on that mound, and it looked like it was a mile away. I said, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> I said, what the hell am I doing here? And, you know, it just, I mean, it was, it, it, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. It was a choke job. Control. It wasn't 50 Cent, Snoop Dogg, people no. like that. It wasn't no. It didn't go sideways. So that's the plus. Oh, no. <laughs> Could that happen know. to a better guy, though, huh? He's so we've, great. We've thrown uh, the first pitch out. Yes. At a Jays game before. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of easy. It's not that difficult. <laughs> like, okay, flex on them, guys. It's a pitch. Yeah. Like, how hard is it to throw a ball 60 feet? I did it in June, no problem. Yeah. Yeah, it's so easy. Yes. I don't understand how people have such a hard time. Um, also, also, if you see his form, yeah. he's terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Like, at least watch it. Like, you're a sports guy. Yes. You see this stuff on the daily right. during the season. Also, how do you he, not know form? And, like, even just to practice in front of a mirror. He wore a dress shirt under his jersey, too. So oh, the, co- the collar was up and stuff, that's right? Swag, though. It's kind of swag. Yeah. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Come on. Nope. It's like when you see, no. you know, like the, the business guys. <laughs> <laughs> when they go to a hockey game after work and they decide to put the jersey on over the dress shirt. Yeah. Like, yo, bring a gym bag and change. Just change. Just straight up change. Yeah. Just, I don't want to see though. you in your dress pants, dress shoes, dress shirt with a jersey on top. Wow. You look ridiculous. Yeah, it looks like a Halloween costume, yeah. right? Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Heidi Klum talking about how she prefers her husband, Tom. She says he definitely looks the best naked. I actually love when he's a little bit pudgy, to be honest with you. She says, I'm 50. 
I don't want him to be 33 and uber shredded also. I don't want someone who worries about their muscles and everything all day long, right? That's my kind of woman. Okay. Right? I'm all for the comment, right? Yeah. That's great. Don't call me pudgy, though. Like, call me tick. Thank you. Right? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. she's just basically reiterating the dad bod. Trend. No, I know. Even say dad bod. Can but we just, can say, we, hey, but Mar- say pudgy? Maria, what would happen if I tried right now to start normalizing woman bod or mom bod? Oh, you'd have like every girl coming at you. Right. Okay, cool. I know. So I, just, I, I know. Just, I know. Okay, just yeah. No, but I would even. I'd well, no, but then it's I a whole body prefer. positivity thing. So, like, I guess they're putting a name to. It's a it's a the, it's a way of calling guys fat no, with, I without I don't without think so. trying to hurt their feelings. I would prefer you don't dad think? bod. No, over I don't pudgy. think dad you, bod. You would is, take you would take dad bod over pudgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, yeah. Well, okay. Let's say we have to put in. A, also, Heidi Klum, let me read this guy a quote for you, Shem. Uh, she goes on to say that uh, whenever she's around the house alone, she's nude. She goes, uh, if there's no one there, sun's out, buns out. I just don't like tan lines because there were so many different outfits. It's strategic. Okay. Anyway, so to be mo- fair, she had me at I'm fifty. Okay. Cool. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so <laughs> so okay. So, okay, everybody here. Okay. okay. So if you had to be called one thing based on what we would all assume, as Maria said, that the standard would be considered dad bod. Okay. So we have dad bod, pudgy. Tick. Tick. Plump. Um, or as my husband pH? says, pregnant. Okay, pregnant. Wow. No, wow. Oh my God. Uh, okay, so what would you that's prefer? An, what, that's a, that's a, a category yeah, all I ain't its own. That. <laughs> what would you prefer, Mocha? I would prefer dad bod. You would prefer dad yeah, bod. I'm not, I wouldn't be offended by dad bod. Okay, Shem? Religiously bountiful. Bountiful? <laughs> yep. What? Yep. No. Nah, bro. That's beautiful. I love it. Religiously bountiful? Don't don't hate. No, no, no. That, nobody's going to say that. That's too much in the mouth, right? Like, yeah. nobody's, <laughs> nobody's going to say all that. I mean, speak for yourself, but right? right? <laughs> like, oh my God. right? <laughs> Grow up, Shem. It's like when people used to just throw around the term buxom as what? if you weren't saying huge boobs. You know what I mean? Like, Who ever used like, that term? Like in the 50s and stuff. You use that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, football. Oh, luck won in the NFL yesterday. Big day. That Miami game was nuts. My football group chat was going crazy. <laughs> stop it. Seventy points. Stop what does that even happen, guys? It, stop it. Um, Travis Kelsey's the big story because uh, the dating rumors with Taylor Swift are wild. Uh, she was there uh, at the Chiefs game when they were taking on the Bears, and she was with his mom. So if that's not enough of a sign, also they left together. I don't know if you saw that. So here's a little bit of the reaction of Taylor's presence in the building. I don't know who jumped higher after a Travis Kelsey touchdown. If it was Taylor or Greg Olson when he heard she was going to be at the stadium today. Quite the day, right? I think my favorite part of that shot, Taylor Swift is chest pumping for Travis Kelsey's touchdown, and Mama Kelsey's just standing next to her. She's like, honey, I've seen 71 of these. She gave like a light tap on the glass, and she wasn't overly excited about it. Okay. And then uh, Aaron Andrews was talking to uh, Patrick Mahomes afterwards about the pressure of having to get... uh, 
uh, Travis Kelsey a touchdown with Taylor in the building. Do you realize how much pressure there was on you today from the Swifties to get Travis Kelsey a touchdown with Taylor in the house today? Yeah, I heard she was in the house. Did you feel the pressure, Patrick? I felt a little bit of pressure, um, and so I knew I had to get it to Travis. And of course, it's on a route that Travis, he does his own thing and just makes up a route and I throw it to him. So uh, I think he wanted to get in the end zone just as much as uh, all the Swifties wanted him to. Yeah, you, you don't want the Swifties mad at you. Bro, tra- Patrick Mahomes sounds like um, Kenny Powers, huh? Oh, big time. <laughs> yeah, so good. If you don't know who Kenny Powers is, look it up. It was a great show called He's Bound and Down. But he does. He really sounds yeah. like Kenny Powers. <laughs> I like that guy. Kenny who? What's that? Kenny who? Kenny Powers. Powers? Powers? Yeah. Yeah, there's a. Uh, but don't listen to it like with us on the radio. No, no, there's a can't. lot of swearing. Yeah, it's okay. a fil- it's a filthy show. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Where are we here? Um, the uh, negotiations for the Writers Guild of America and the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers reached uh, the finish line yesterday. So hey! it's looking like the writers' strike for uh, the time being is over. Get back uh, to writing. I guess it's like a three-year deal. So we'll probably be doing all this again in a, in, oh. in, in a couple of years. The late-night right. shows will probably be uh, the first ones to come back. They've all been dark since May. Uh, Do we know, like... Did they get everything they wanted, or at least I, I apparently it's a good deal. Is it? I mean, yeah, okay, apparently so everybody everybody was happy with the uh, everybody was happy with the deal. So I don't know what the actual details are, but uh, people are happy strike? with That's the still deal. Going on, right? Still going on. So they got to deal with they got to deal with that next. Uh, most likely, all of the late night shows will come back on the same night. Mm-hmm. That's probably how they're going to coordinate it, just so nobody jumps the gun on the the other shows. Sure. Um, like they all like agree. Like they yeah text each other yeah because during the last strike i think letterman came back first and and people were pissed oh <laughs> because he had the whole thing like letterman was just a man and all that stuff but yeah. i think i think that what's going to wind up happening is they will all come back on the same night nah yeah it's a race gang that's what i'm saying right they're all too nice to each other i oh. i don't like this era of all the late night shows getting along it was a way better late night was way more entertaining when they just killed when, each other when they the hated each other yeah. when they hated each other yeah but you can't do, you can't do that anymore man the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast Lance Bass uh, was uh, at the, what was it, the iHeart? It was something or other, some awards show that Lance Bass was at talking to E.T. Because uh, everybody now wants to know, you know, what is going on? Like, is, is, is because of this wave of just, like, adoration and love and everything coming in sync's way, like, mm-hmm. you're going to be working on something, right? What has it been like to feel all of this love from the fans? I mean, it is beautiful, you know, to... Uh, to be this age and the fans are still this excited is a dream come true. I had no idea the fandom would go this nuts. I blame Taylor Swift. I think she, she sick the Swifties on us. And I think the Swifties and the InSinkers just kind of created this tsunami. Um, and I think it's been so fun. And I've been telling the fans, like, we don't have solid plans right now because, you know, we're waiting for the strike to end. We've got things to do. But we'll, uh, you know, uh, they're definitely shaping our future. I was going to say, because you know the internet, everyone's ready to, like, sell a body part. They're ready to, like, put their house aside. Uh, you know, yeah. kids aren't going to school anymore because the, the money uh, wants to be spent on in-sync tour tickets. Yeah, yeah, I mean, hopefully in a perfect world, that might happen one day. But, again, no plans right now. Insinkers mm. is not a good nickname for the fans. It doesn't no. roll off the tongue. Mm-mm. Just say Insync fans. Yeah, you know, okay. like don't say the Insinkers. <laughs> so this past, so the new song comes out on Friday, right? This yeah. Friday. Yes. So Friday before we left for the day. Yeah. 
the record label for NSYNC was here. Oh, cool. And I was talking to one of the bigwigs. Yeah. And he goes, I can send you the song early, but, but. can I trust you? Yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, he goes, no. Because <laughs> if I, he's what time? Yeah, he's not like yet. He goes, if I send it to you on Thursday, yeah. can I trust you? Yeah. Meaning, don't play it before Friday. Right. I was like, of course. So you might hear new NSYNC on Thursday. <laughs> Thursday oh, show. dude. <laughs> Do you already have it or you don't have it yet? Not yet You're not, not yet. getting it now. You're not getting it. What time? Is it like a midnight release kind of thing? So yeah, it'll be yeah, all Friday. Yeah. Well, and that's the okay. case. Maybe, you know, midnight where? Dublin? Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? It's midnight It's somewhere. like, yeah. I don't know about that. So are you going to play the hell out of it? Because you had said you're going to do the, wasn't that you say you're going to do the whole show? Yeah, you guys are yeah. fighting me on making every single song on Friday. Yeah. NSYNC. Yeah. Well, no, track. that's what you said. Yeah. You said that you were going to play every single song was going to be NSYNC on Friday. Yeah, that's yeah, what the, I said. The new NSYNC, yes. I guess we'll yeah, find out. It's not going to happen. Why not? There's no way that's going to happen. Why? There is Tell no... Tell me why. Please. Tell me why. Please. You like to stir the crap, right? Uh-huh. I get you. Yeah. I do. Uh-huh. But you are way too professional for that. Way too professional. Guess we'll see what happens. No, on Friday. no, yeah, okay. Well, I'll be here on Friday. Ensign Friday. Show starts six a.m. on Friday. Six a.m. Right? Yep, yep. We're gonna see if you're gonna play that song over and over and over again for what do we do? Five hours of this this show, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Six okay. Hours. Okay. Hours, six yeah. Hours, yeah. Okay. Go for it. I look forward to it. I can't wait to see what you do. Good. I hope, I you, hope you get it early. I hope you start playing at midnight nonstop. Sure. Yep. Good. Okay. 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 We'll see. Okay. Yeah. Nice Tune flex. In Friday. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You got yourself in a spot now. Yeah. Yeah. There was a party over the weekend that was hoping this thing wasn't even ever going to get released, didn't they? Not at all. No. Are you oh, kidding? okay. Okay. Please. Yeah. Sure. All right. No problem. Can't wait for Friday. All that new, brand new, glorious NSYNC song over and over and over again. You better not call Courtesy. in sick or something. <laughs> you better be here, bro. I wouldn't have to call in sick. Give me a half hour with like, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I've been trying to find a reputable source for this news about The Office. And so far, I haven't found anything uh, uh, other than screen rant, but I did find out where this story came from. This story was originally floated by a guy named uh, Matt Bellany, who runs a website called Puck. However, he is a lawyer and the former editor of The Hollywood Reporter. And he says that now that the writer's strike is over, they're going to start announcing a bunch of new deals And one of those deals is to reboot The Office with Greg Daniels set to return to head the show. The original creator of The Office. The American creator of The Office. Sorry, yes. Apologies, yes. The American version. The American version. The Michael Scott version. Yes. So I don't know how I feel about that. Not good. I mean, they've asked since The Office ended and since like a bunch of them have their own podcast, they've all asked each other and they've been asked whether or not a now times version of the office would work. Mm-hmm. And they've all said no. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's not, you can't do those jokes. Well, maybe you can do new jokes though, right? Like maybe you can still have somebody who is so in, but the problem is, is that it's just not believable because somebody that inept and, and everything else, they would just like, HR is a different thing now. Like, mm-hmm. 
you know, like you just, I don't know. And I don't know what they do. Maybe they change the location. It's not a paper company. Maybe it's like some other thing. I don't know. Sports team. Who knows, right? Yeah. Um, but yes, so that is the big story, which right. to me, it's crazy because the office is still so relevant now. Like people watch the office like it's oh, new. Yeah. yeah. The office right now with the streaming on Netflix is yeah. what I feel Friends was to Netflix maybe five years ago, six years ago. But if Friends was still on Netflix, that would be the top one to be watched. Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is, like, it's love now. Yeah, yeah. It's receiving that, that, that kind of love that Friends got. The, here's, the, here's the difference, if I may, right? Sure. When Friends debuted on Netflix, people discovered Friends for the first time. Mm-hmm. When it comes to The Office, people who watched The Office for those 13 years or whatever it was on – in you know on network television continue to just watch the office oh i guess yeah because it like had just ended it just finished it, it, it wrapped, in, it wrapped in 2013 on and, netflix and like everybody yeah. who watched i watched every episode of the office on television and i watch every episode of the office on netflix like so i just have not stopped watching the office it's not like i discovered the office i just never stopped watching the office I just yeah. watched the uh, Benihana Christmas episode oh again. Oh, my God. It's so good. <laughs> it's one of the best. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Uh, if you haven't heard by now, Usha hey, is uh, doing a halftime show. Yes, and they did a bunch of sort of cool videos to announce Usher doing it. So explain this. So they they take a clip from Usher's old video for which song? For Confessions okay. from two thousand and four. And the video starts with Usher at a recording studio. He's sitting on a stool right. in front of a microphone, and he's writing song lyrics down. He gets a phone call. He takes a phone call. You don't hear the other voice, right. but he's reacting to it. And it turns out it's his side piece calling to tell him that she's pregnant with his kid. Oh, damn. Okay. Right? So this is the original opening Thank to you. Confessions. Hello? Yo, I'm in the booth. I'm going to call you right back. Nah, I just got to put this one part down. I'm going to call you back. I'm at the studio, man. Man, quit playing with me, man. No, for real, don't play like that. Man. She's like, no, Usher, it's yours. Are you are you serious? Yes. Okay. Right? How you know? Put that on everything. Right? So she puts it on everything. And so like- that's the original video. And then they take that clip and then they have a bunch of famous people now sort of inserting themselves into that. And the best one, I guess, is the Kim Kardashian oh, one, right? Hands down. All telling hands Usher down. that he's doing the Super Bowl halftime show. Hello? Yo, I'm in the booth. I'm going to call you right back. Wait, can you talk? Nah, I just got to put this one part down. I'm going to call you back. Wait, wait, it's Kim. I'm at the studio, man. <laughs> I finally got the answer to those rumors. It's not about me. It's about you. You're doing the Super Bowl. Go playing with me, man. You're playing <laughs> the Apple Music halftime show in Vegas. No, for real. Don't play like that. I don't have time to play. One, I'm busy. Two, you're doing the Super Bowl. Are you serious? <sighs> uh, sure. Listen to me. How you know? I know everything. I've seen you in Vegas twice, but this one's got to be different. Put that on everything. 
I put that on everything. <laughs> Damn. So it'll be like me, my entire family, <laughs> all my kids, maybe like five to ten friends. Who should I send my ticket request to? I'm gonna call you back. Wait, we'll be in touch. I'm gonna call you back. Okay. <laughs> great. And Kim's great at it. She's, She's great. amazing. Uh, she really and is. who else did one? We were not gonna play them all, but like no. who else? Oh, who no, else Beckham Jr. Okay. did one. Sorry, bro. This cannot wait. I'm at the studio, man. Guess what? You're doing a Super Bowl. Man, quit playing with me, man. I'm not playing, bro. Apple Music halftime show. No, for real. Don't play like that. For real. Vegas, the city of lights. And then Marshawn Lynch did one. His is actually pretty funny, too. Hey, hold on, hold on. I got something big. I think you're going to want to hear this. I'm at the studio, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So, I don't know if you saw this on Friday, but when Trudeau and Zelensky were in Ottawa, mm-hmm. they did a whole thing there. And the Speaker of the House at one point, Anthony Rhoda, um, introduced what he said was a Ukrainian and Canadian war hero and thanked him for his service. So here's a little bit of Anthony Rhoda while Trudeau and Zelensky are there and you hear everybody applaud. We have here in the chamber today Ukrainian Canadians, Ukrainian Canadian world veteran from the Second World War who fought the Ukrainian independence against the Russians and continues to support the troops today, even at his age of 98. So long applause. This is the first of two standing ovations. So the guy's 98 years old, Mm. and he gets up and does a thumbs up and everything else. And at that moment... People were like, well, hold on a second here. It was World War II, and he was fighting against the Russians. All was he into the fighting for the Nazis? <sighs> and it turns out this 98-year-old Yaroslav Hunka was part of the first Ukrainian division. That was the sort of later rebrand. Mm. What his actual division was, was the 14th Waffen Grenadier Division of the SS, which was a Nazi military unit whose crimes against humanity during the Holocaust are very well documented. Yeah. So they gave two standing ovations to an actual Nazi that was invited. Who didn't check the credentials? So it's a there's a lot of not my problem, not my problem. So... Uh. Anthony Rhoda, his uh, apology goes like this. I've subsequently become aware uh, of more information, which causes me to regret my decision to honor hookah. I wish to make clear that no one, including fellow fellow parliamentarians and the Ukraine delegation, was aware of my intention of my remarks before I delivered them. I particularly want to extend my deepest apologies to the Jewish communities in Canada and around the world. I accept full responsibility. But nobody said who invited him. The prime minister's office said that Anthony Rhoda, who's the house speaker, invited him, and it's all his responsibility. Mm -hmm. But then a picture of this guy's granddaughter shows up on Facebook where the old guy's in a wheelchair in a room all alone, and she's, like, waiting for his meeting with Zelensky and Trudeau. So (sighs) if you're meeting with anyone, like, your office vets people, so nobody vetted this guy. Yeah. And everybody was just like, oh, he fought the Russians. But anybody who knows, like, it's it's World War II. Like, if you're fighting Russians. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's only one team you're on. We kind of know what team you're on, man, right? So Zelensky's standing there. Zelensky's Jewish. 
standing there, like full applause. Nobody knows who this guy is, but he somehow gets in there. Two rounds of standing ovations for a, an actual guy who was uh, in the SS. Isn't that crazy? They're never inviting anyone to a meeting ever again. Ever! Ever. It doesn't matter what the resume says. Ever. 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 And also, this guy, 98, probably doesn't even know who he is anymore, mm-hmm. right? Probably been lying to his family forever about what he did. That family just keeps telling the story. My grandpa's a war hero, right? That gets to someone, gets to someone. Sure. Oh, there's still a World War II vet because there's not a lot of them alive anymore, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Let's get this guy in. Ukrainian war hero, great Canadian, great Ukrainian, everything else. Nobody cares, right? Two and, standing and, ovations. And two standing ovations. And he doesn't know who he is anymore, I'm sure. Crazy, man. I don't know how you get out of this. No. I really don't. I don't know how you walk that back. Do you back. invite him back and boo him? I don't know, <laughs> man. He should be in prison. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, man, but there was a ride that got stuck upside down at Wonderland. The lumberjack ride. Mm-hmm. It's not a roller coaster. It's one of those things that just like. It sways back and forth. Yeah, but yeah, it goes, yeah. it goes all, all yeah. the way up and around, right? Like uh-huh. the pirate ship, only the full circle. Yeah. Right? But it got stuck at the top with everybody hanging upside down. We almost went to Wonderland on Saturday. No, you too. did not. Yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah. I would have, die. Yeah. I would die if that happened. Uh, but 30 minutes. They were 30? 30 minutes. The Hanging ride upside my down? head hurts thinking almost. About that. the ride got stuck yeah, at 1040. They got them down at 1105. Oh no. No. So go to the nearest, there's a Home Depot up the street. Get yeah. the biggest ladder you can find. Yes, and thank start you. Taking all them people down. So here's Dammit Mori. I just caught up with uh, Asuna, who was one of the people on the ride. So when the ride has started, usually like it's they stuck for like a second, then it turns. So we had no clue that like it wasn't working until a minute later when everybody started freaking out because it was not moving. It was stuck there and we were upside down. Like, um, like everybody was scared. Some of my friends' eyes were red. Couldn't see anything really what was happening at all. And they kept on saying that uh, teams are going to come. They're going to get us down. But we were really, like, shook. Like, we couldn't move. Everybody was screaming. My head had started to hurt because, like, everything was just coming to my head. Like, blood, like, everything. So when they brought us down the platform, like, to get up from the ride was not rising. So we spent, like, another 15 to 20 minutes on, like, sitting down. Oh, my God. And they had brought, like, nurses to check how we were doing. And they had gave us water, Powerade. And once we had gotten up, some people had to sit down. There were people that threw up. And uh, one of my friends, he lost his shoes. Oh, my God. That's hell on earth. That's lost hell on earth. Shoes. That's hell on earth. I couldn't. You got to be kidding me. I'm supposed to go in a couple weeks. Yeah, there you go. You should go on that ride. It's fine. Yeah, okay. It's fine. It's fine. But like, that is real talk. Like, 30 that... minutes is too long. Yeah, I agree. This is why long. I only do the ghoster coaster. That's it. That's it, huh? That's no it. No upside downsies? No, I will not. No. Um. Okay, so that happened on Saturday, right? Yeah. You're fine. Like, if I went the following day, I'd still go on the ride. You're fine. But if Mocha was upside down, think of all the money that would fall out of his pockets. <laughs> The epitome of make it rain. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Lenny Kravitz, big news on TikTok over the weekend. What uh, Lenny, to him? Lenny Kravitz joined TikTok. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know if you saw the post, but Lenny Kravitz went back to uh, 2012 and grabbed know? his big scarf 
Oh, yeah, classic. Right? Uh-huh. So Lenny Kravitz has this gi- He became famous for this giant scarf in 2012 because the scarf itself looks like it weighs 60 pounds. It's the size of a blanket. And he wrapped it around and he was just out cruising the streets uh-huh. in this big giant scarf. And it became check out like, my scarf. Yeah, it became a meme and everything else. So Lenny Kravitz's first TikTok is Lenny in this scarf saying this Grab your big scarf. It's the first day of fall. Oh, no. Okay, grab your big scarf. It's the first day of fall. Is he trying now? To insert himself into meme of I like so. NSYNC, it's going to be May. I think so. And Mariah yeah. with It's Almost Christmas Time. I, I think so. I think that he's... Uh, Grab your big scarf. It's the first day of fall. Like, yes. Does he want to be the fall, the first fall? I think the so. The first day of fall I guy? think he wants to be fall. Where they're uh-huh. all the other... You know, there's not really a fall guy, right? Yeah, like Mariah's got Christmas. Christmas. NSYNC's got spring. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Grab your big scarf. It's the first day of fall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Lenny. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, comedian Dane Cook is a married man. This is kind of a shocking headline. God about that guy. We talk a lot about age discrepancies when it comes to Hollywood couples. Everybody likes to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dane Cook, fifty-one. His new bride, 24. What? But the headline, Dane Cook, 51, marries longtime partner, Kelsey Taylor, 24. So oh, what's they, a long time now? I think six years. She's how old? 24. So 18? Yeah. Bruh. So <laughs> they got married in Hawaii, like cute little ceremony, everything else. I think uh, you reported on this when they started dating. Yeah, I, all those sounds, years ago, right? This sounds very familiar. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, pro- I'm going to ask you the same question that I, I probably asked the first time yeah. we talked. But yeah. how old was she when they met? We know when they started dating. Well, but how old was she when they publicly met? When they met each we other. We don't know that information. Because they started dating when she was 18. Right. I will say this. You look at all their pictures. They've been together a while. They look very happy together. But again, like, when did they meet? Mm. Um, Guests at the wedding danced uh, the night away to 80s classics. And she says, uh, we both grew up listening to the 80s. And it's such a massive part of our life. I guess because her parents are Dane Cook's age, and that's what they were into. Sure. So that's what they filled the house with. They played Coco Melon music. Her friends would have been into that joint. Because uh, she was not born then. So to put it into perspective, uh, Dane... Yeah, you talked about this August 16th, 2018. <laughs> okay, oh my God. there we go. <laughs> Thank you, Maury. Uh, so Dane Cook, right, was three years older than she is now when she was born. Damn. <laughs> Bruh. Again, Dane Cook, mm. three years older than she is now when she was born. And she is how old now? 24. And the playlist included what? 80s. Just 80s music. Yeah. That's for his side. Good. Yeah, exactly. Good playlist. But for Great her friends. Playlist. Great playlist. I got no problem with that. First dance? Yeah. Yeah. Friends were getting litty to this. But they remember this song. <laughs> My God. <laughs> like, how old was she when the first Avengers movie came out or like Marvel or whatever? Like, that's crazy. She probably had to like, she go with like, have a, couldn't go alone. Oh my had to God. go with a parent. It was, it was 12 years ago. Right? Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> she was 12. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't go see Iron Man at 12 alone. Your dad had to take you. <laughs> she probably went with her dad.
Hey, Dad, is that? I love it. <laughs> is that Dan Cook over there? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Tory Lane sent out a, a voicemail from the joint. Tory Lane's doing 10 years for uh, shooting Megan the Stallion in the foot back in 2020. Yeah. I guess he's getting ready to release like a deluxe edition of his uh, Alone at Prom album. You have. Oh. So here's Tory Lanez from The Joint. You have one minute remaining. Hey, yo, Umbrellas, man, what's good? I'm talking to you live from prison right now, man. I'm, I'm just happy to get out that county jail. They was hating on the young fly you heard. Having your 24-hour lockdown, half-size cell by myself, no windows, no mirrors. Ain't even seen himself in a whole year, yo. But with all them disadvantages against me, my head has always been held high, man, and I want y'all to know I'm in great spirits. My drive and my ambition is growing stronger and stronger every day, and I'm so proud of how y'all been moving in my support, man. I know this feels like a scary time, but don't be afraid, man. This shit don't spark no fear in my heart at all. In fact, I'm more prepared than ever. The music, the videos, and all the projects you wanted, I, I, they all no. ready to drop. So let's just start with the one that we want most, the Alone in Crime Deluxe. Okay. Why are you talking like that? You're from Brampton. <laughs> okay. Also, I love how he says all the disadvantages against me. You shot a woman. Mm-hmm. Like the disadvantages of gains against you are self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. Also, I've read your menu. Not so bad. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Okay. So, great story. Horrible headline. Like. It's a medical story, and you want to be like, yes, this is great, but I can't not be grossed out when I read the headline. Oh, God. Okay, go. Japanese company developing drug to grow teeth. Huh? What? Japanese company developing drug to grow teeth. Like new teeth? So, yes. But it's for people who are like don't have them, or like if you were, if you were born and your baby teeth fell out, but you didn't get your adult teeth. Like there's a lot of people like oh, that okay. that then have to get posts and fake teeth and everything else. They're not growing teeth in like <laughs> in like a dish. No, like you can't ask for the palm of your hand, right? right. Like yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's for people who are like they need them, right? Okay. And so it's a but new how they, drug. How are they growing teeth, though? I don't know. It's a, it's a whole thing. But the, the team has already successfully administ- administered the drug and grown teeth in ferrets. Oh, okay. Which have both oh. baby and permanent teeth. Like so I take people the pill, do. and yes. then eventually teeth will grow out of yes. my gums. Yes. Oh, I thought, like, they grew teeth, That's, right? Yes, thank and you. Then, and then I got to go to no, my dentist no, and he's going to do no, the install for no. me. No, they want to see trials in humans by 2024. Okay, I am still very skeptical. Like even if I lost all my teeth, I may still go with the post and fakies because I'm like, if I take this pill, what if there's one little thing genetically wrong with me sure. where the teeth don't necessarily start growing where they should grow? Right, like you got a, a tooth growing out of your nose. Thank Something, you. right? Right, like where I just start getting teeth. right. Wait, is that what you were going to say, Maria? Yeah, that's literally my biggest fear. Yeah. Where, where the okay. tooth starts growing out of like a random part of okay. the body. Okay, if you took this pill, yes. okay, and you had like not one tooth, but like a full set grow like that multiple? were not in your mouth. Yeah. Okay, oh, where God. would be the best place? Where would be the worst place? <sighs> the worst place would be on my face. Okay, yes. Right? Yeah. No. Best place. Best case scenario. Because I could hide them, yeah. probably like on my ribs, like right. on, on, on the side of my oh. body. Okay, damn it, Maury. Worst place? Yeah. But. But. 
like the yeah 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 okay, oh yeah. oh yeah oh sure. oh no 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 yeah okay because then it would look like a second uh, yeah, one. Okay, okay 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 best place best place best place yeah like where you could hide it maybe oh where you oh yeah under underarms oh. you gotta brush them too oh you gotta you know what that would do to a stick of deodorant <laughs> <laughs> get all Maria, chopped Maria, up best place um best place I would say like I guess. Like back or like stomach. Oh, no. oh my god! Like you the back. lower parts, you can hide it. Or like oh. pants, you can always get it removed if you really need to. Bro, okay. Just, I hug somebody and they had teeth on their back. I know. Ugh. That's you why feel I a little. Uh, yeah, Shem. Oh, the worst place is yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Right? And the best. Yeah. Okay, now if I move my mouth, will the teeth also move at the same oh! time? Oh! <laughs> because I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. He wins. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, the uh, SAG-AFTRA, this is the actors union who are still on strike for the film and television actors. They've now authorized the strike against the video game industry. Oh, uh, the vote was 98.32% in favor of the strike authorized against uh, 10 major video game companies. Uh, those video game companies are uh, Activision, um, Blind Light, yeah. Disney, Electronic Arts, Formosa, Insomniac, Epic Games, Take Two, VoiceWorks, and WB Games. So basically all the big ones. So basically all of them. Everything. Uh, the union rep oh, says man. between the exploitative use of AI and lagging wages, those who work in video games are facing many of the same issues as those who work in film and television. This strike authorization makes uh, an emphatic statement that we must reach an agreement that will fairly compensate these talented performers, provide common sense safety measures, and allow them to work with dignity. Our members' livelihoods depend on it. So so the video game actors may be next. Damn. That's crazy. We got yo. a delay on any upcoming releases or things yep. that may be worked on right now. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show is back. Did you know this? No. Well, sort of back, I guess. Mm -hmm. So it'll be on, I think, uh, Prime Video after a four-year hiatus in the form of an 85-minute film. Um, after it was okay. canceled five years ago, they had terrible ratings and there was controversy. The, the sexual harassment behind the scenes uh, with the company and at the shows, they had ties to Jeffrey Epstein, a culture Ooh. of like misogy misogyny and all this other stuff. Um, so this now, they've tried to sort of rebrand it a little bit. Uh, Doja Cat is doing a, a performance. Naomi Campbell's oh, nice. going to be in it. Haley Bieber's going to be in it. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of the brand's famous models, uh, Adriana Lima will be there, uh, as well as uh, interspersed. They've uh, beefed up their cast with uh, the traditional models, but also a more diverse cast of models uh, as well, they say. So I guess the Victoria's Secret fashion show is sort of back. All right. Kinda, mm -hmm. I guess. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited to see. Yeah. It. I went to one of those live, eh? What? What? I did, yeah. Yeah. I got to I used to cover the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show for ET Canada every year. Uh and I went to I went to one uh in New York. I think it was one that Bruno Mars played at. Mm -hmm. It was uh yeah. Do you remember you you, you were pissed at me, weren't you, Moke, at the time? I think I I believe I remember you being pissed at me yeah. for, for going. Because I knew I, I had to miss a day of the show. It was the first it was the first year. 
actually the first couple of months right. that we were working together. Yes. And Ross was like, I got to take a day off. And I was like, for what? He's like, I'm covering the Victoria's Secret <laughs> fashion show. I was like, bro, I'm going to be able to take it. Like, yeah. yo, I'll pay for a flight to New York. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, I can't do that. Yeah, and I had the, the million dollar bra. Yeah, yeah. It and was then, $15 and then, million dollar bra. And then you know how he trolled me? I'm pretty sure I told this story before, but he trolled me so hard when he got back. And I believed every single word. <laughs> he said, at the Victoria's Secret fashion show, what they do for the media is they get all the models to line up on either side of the room, right? And you, as like a guest, like covering the event, yes. walk down this long corridor and just surrounded by models. Yeah. And as you walk by, their hands like come out and they all like tickle your back right <laughs> lightly you believe that and yeah. then you get down to the very end where there are two models holding the wings and they put them on you <laughs> and you get to wear the yeah. wings and then yeah. like take a photo with the, yeah. with the models yeah i wow. told you you had to run the tickle gauntlet <laughs> That's what <it> was. Yeah. <laughs> and mogo wow. was so pissed that he missed the tickle gauntlet i was so mad <laughs> 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 anyway, I'm glad to see the tickle gauntlet came back. That's one thing. That's one part of Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. That, that's one tradition that you can't let die. I'm sorry. You can't let that one die. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Oh, do we have time for Trudeau and all that stuff here? <laughs> so more about the, the, the Nazi that they honored in the, uh, in the House of Commons. So this is uh, House Speaker Anthony Rota's official apology yesterday. I've sub subsequently become aware of more information, which causes me <laughs> to regret my decision to recognize this individual. I wish to apologize to the House, and I'm deeply sorry that I have offended many in my, with my gesture and remarks. I would also like to add that this initiative was entirely my own. Mm -hmm. The individual in question mm -hmm. being from my writing and having been brought to my attention, no one, including you, my fellow parliamentarians, or Ukraine, the Ukraine delegation, was privy to my remarks prior to their delivery. No. So minute before anything starts, I just want to make it clear that it was, <laughs> it was my me. decision. It was me. my decision alone. So a constituent who wanted to see what wanted okay. to be. <laughs> so he's taking the heat on this. I if if nobody loses their job over this, what the hell is even the point? Oh, of anything, to resign, right? What is the point on anything if nobody loses their job? Yeah. So, so the, the thing is, is that when you invite anybody into that room, especially when there's a foreign dignitary there, all the security levels, everything else, names have to be submitted and you have to be vetted. Everybody gets vetted. And so the prime minister is saying it's all Anthony Rota's fault because he has runs his own office and he's in charge sure. of everything. But the security that vets people is all part of the literal government proper. So they're the ones. So it's so he may have invited the guy but other people knew who was on that list and who was vetted and how sure. was this guy how was this guy vetted uh so here is justin trudeau and i don't know how but he managed to spin uh honoring a nazi in the house of commons into uh russian propaganda it's incredible obviously it's extremely upsetting that this happened uh, the speaker speaker has uh, acknowledged his mistake uh, and has apologized <laughs> Uh, but Bro. this is something that is deeply embarrassing to the Parliament of Canada and oh. by extension to all Canadians. You threw your mans under the bus like that. Particularly of Jewish MPs and all members of the Jewish community across the country who are yeah. uh, celebrating and? Yom or commemorating Yom Kippur today. Uh -huh. uh, I think it's going to be really important that all of us 
push back against Russian propaganda, Russian disinformation, and continue our steadfast and unequivocal uh -huh. support for Ukraine, uh, as uh, we did last week with announcing uh, further go. measures to stand with Ukraine so, uh, in uh, Russia's illegal war against it. Russian disinformation. Uh, Karina Gould, who was uh, sitting there, she's a liberal, and she says, I don't know whether she slipped up or she meant to say this, but she confirmed that everybody there was vetted. Listen to this. When it comes to everyone that was invited to Parliament, of course that vetting happened. <laughs> Did yeah. it though? Uh huh. Right. Did it? Yeah, it you checked, did. You checked everything. Yeah, it did. They they're just incompetent. That's all it is. You checked everything. Yeah, but everybody still today has their job. Everybody still has a job. Isn't that wild? It's so crazy to me. Everybody's still got a job. Damn. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Stars has canceled uh, Heels. That uh, wrestling show. I don't know if you and Shem are interested uh, in that show at heels. all. I watched. Uh, that was Stephen Amell. Yeah. And I can't remember. They canceled also Run the World. I don't know if I know that show. Blind Spotting they've canceled. And uh, there's a show called The Venery of Samantha Bird or the Venery. I don't know how you say that word. Uh, and I guess that show shut down before the strike and they are not restarting production and when the strike is Wonder over. Years. What's that? They canceled the remake of Wonder Years last week. Did they? Yeah. So Wait, uh, did they say why they canceled? I don't care about those <clears> other shows, but Heels? Heels? Did they say why? No, uh, no. They did what? Two seasons of that show? Yes, it was two, two seasons. seasons. Yeah, I watched the first few episodes when it, I can get it for free, but then tried to get me to pay for the network, and I was, mm, uh, maybe that's why I wasn't having it. Yeah. Sorry, no offense to Stephen Amell. I yeah. love that. You know, yeah. the first free episodes were great. <laughs> <laughs> love stars. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Taylor Swift's uh, Eras Tour movie is yeah. now going to be a global release on October 13th. Oh, amazing. So more than amazing. 100 countries. AMC is working with its sub-distributing partners to reach agreements with movie theater operators representing more than 7,500 movie theaters globally to show the film. Uh, the concert movie will play on all uh, Odeon locations throughout Europe. Uh, and then more than 4,000 locations in U.S. and Canada. They're saying Any IMAX? That, uh, that I don't know. That'd be uh, sick. But they're saying that it should be it should be a $100 million weekend, yeah. which would put it at the top of the uh, concert film debut. Do you want to go, me and you? Me? I don't know. Come on! No, 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 no. I'll make us no, Razamoka no, friendship bracelets? No, no. Damn. no. I don't want to go to a movie. You've been. You just yeah. just say it. you don't want to go with me. No, that's not it at all. That's just, not it. Don't say that. Don't say it like that. So what is it? It's just I don't know. It just doesn't sound like fun to me. Wow. I'll give you guys free parking. <laughs> A Taylor Swift <laughs> concert movie. That yeah. doesn't sound like fun. Well, no, uh, fine. Yeah, oh, feels personal. Yeah. It, it doesn't really feel does, personal. Right, Why yeah. are you drag me into this? Am I like I didn't drag you into anything? He I just asked you a question. Damn. Yeah, and I said no, thank you. Why is that not good enough? <sighs> no, you didn't really say thank you. I yeah. No. No. Thank you. There was no thank you. Oh my god! <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Scientists now have revealed when humans will experience mass extinction. Uh, damn it, Maury. We're going to go around the room. I will start with you, Damn it, Maury. Uh, in how many years 
do they say uh, humans will be extinct? Now, this is according to computer simulations, suggesting that the planet will face mass extinction that wipes out all mammals. This is from the uh, University of like we'll Bristol. Stop making babies and then it'll just be like we'll just die off at the end. All life forms still alive on Earth by this time will have to cope with temperatures between uh, 40 degrees at the lowest and 70 Celsius at the highest. This is a daily thing. So there will be no more water. It will just be one giant supercontinent um, that uh, is, hot. is just hot. So you more like SPF 1000. Yes. And, uh, uh, and they are not taking and this is and this by the way they say uh this number where the extinction will happen is if we stopped burning fossil fuels today otherwise that number gets shorter so damn it maury how long from now give it to me in years do you think that all humans according to these scientists will be extinct 543 543 years uh mocha what do you say like 100 million years like 100 million shem what do you say i'm gonna say 50,000 50,000 uh maria what do you say i'm gonna go 300 million years. 300 million years the actual retail price is 250 million years from now Oh, it was so, close. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. What you said? What did you say, more You said like five hundred years. Five hundred years. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I know AI is trying to, you know, take over and everything, but they have to work a little harder. Yes, and that would be the people who still survived. So you would be like, we would revert back to sort of like, like cave people, cave days. people, basically. Like yeah. you would just be, there would be no trees to stay cool under. Like you would be digging a hole. Like you'd be living in the ground, like a mole. Bro, We'd have I berries, love, right? right? No, the there would though. be no berries. There would be no water. Yeah, what are you going to do? Like, yeah, you'd have to, like, dig and dig and dig and dig so then to who, find a little moisture. Then who's here? What's that? Then who's here? Well, it would just, be, the, it would just be those that those that survived. The and machines. Then, and then eventually, no, no, not even the machines. Oh, yeah, because they melt. Yeah, and then eventually uh, everything would just die. Everything would just die. That's Whoa. depressing. Yeah. <laughs> How about some happy news, bro? Okay. Uh <laughs> How many years ago, Maury, did the asteroid hit the Earth that uh, made the dinosaurs uh, go extinct? How many years ago oh, was that? 10,000. 10,000 years, what? says oh, is that Maury. too many? How many realistically do you think, Maury? 15,000. 15,000 years ago. What, I'm like billions? <laughs> 66 oh. billion years oh. ago. Sorry, 66 million years ago. That yeah, was how 60, long it was? 66 million years ago. Yeah, why? Oh, no, I was just asking a question. Oh, what did Ross, you think it was? Do you Ross, think it was like a couple hundred? No, no, not a what couple hundred. What did you think hundred. it was? Like a couple thousand? Yeah. <laughs> a couple thousand? <laughs> Girl. I remember watching like the Land of the Times as a kid, and I thought it wasn't that far ago. And, like, See, this, <laughs> uh, honestly, though, this is what messes with a lot of people who grew up going to Sunday school who believe that man hey, and hey, dinosaurs hey, walked hey, on the hey. earth at the same time. You better watch but, it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Taylor Swift and uh, Travis Kelsey. Is it a romance or a promance? That's the question. What do you mean? Is it uh, like a fake romance? A fake for who? who for Taylor. Benefit? They they say that Taylor that some of Taylor's relationships are uh, have been uh, have been fake and oh. who knows? But she doesn't who need knows, promo now. Who knows why? No, but it's all. They say it's all part of Taylor's master plan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. It was. She said some quote on. 
one of her tracks, which was, what if I told you none of it was accidental kind of thing? And, and everybody's taking it. I don't know, dude. But they're wondering if this is all a, uh, like a setup, something that Taylor's uh, been working towards. Who knows what? I don't know. All I know is that Travis Kelsey uh, was on his brother's podcast, which they are going to release today. And he will be discussing the romance for the very first time. Oh. Listen to this. We've been avoiding this subject out of uh, respect for your personal life. Now we got to talk about it. Yeah. My personal life, that's not so personal. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I did this to myself, Jason. I know this. Well, Trav, um, how's it feel that uh, Taylor Swift has finally put you on the map? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Got to roast him. Whatever. It's your brother, right? <laughs> so good. I, I like saw a thing where people in Kansas City, Taylor Swift fans, yeah. have been showing up at all these places where they think Taylor Swift yeah. is at restaurants. Oh, I know. Dental office. I know. I'm bars. sure, too, like everybody on game day is going to be booking uh, restaurants just so they can hopefully get kicked out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Ask me to leave. <laughs> Ask me to leave. Put my food in a bag. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Kristen Stewart is uh, back with uh, her gay ghost show, her gay ghost hunting show. What? Not hunting gay ghosts, but the people who hunt the ghosts are gay. Oh! Uh, I, I, I understood what Mocha was thinking. Yeah. What's I that, Maury? I, I thought it was the other way yeah, around. Yeah. Same. Uh, it's called uh, Living for the Dead. Uh, it seems pretty hysterical. Here's the trailer for it. This is a quarter mile down. You will hear things. How many people died here? I am feeling a cold chill going up my leg. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> we are paranormal investigators. We're going to figure out what's here and what we can do about it. Watch as our team of experts crisscross America through the unknown and beyond. Look at me now, look at me now. I got to come out twice for being gay and for talking to dead people. <laughs> I have been a tarot card reader for 31 years. You've called me as Alex, the tech guru. Logan's one of the best mediums I've ever seen. Roz is our researcher. Juju is our resident witch. This is a pretty simple seance. More like a gay on. <laughs> <laughs> dealing with something demonic. There was something hovering over me. It's moving. We are not here to provoke spirits. Is there anybody up here with us? Don't move. I hear gay people. <laughs> Come on now. This place is haunted. Employees are quitting because of the fear of this building. The clowns aren't really bothering me. It's the bedspread that I find horrific. Oh, wow. That's great. Okay. Looks pretty good if you ask me. I've always wanted to go on one of those ghost hunting shows. I know. I to accompany know. the ghost hunters. Yes. I want to go on this one. Yeah. If what it is they're experiencing is actually happening. I just want to hang out with Kristen Stewart. She's the best, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Golden Globes, uh, in a, uh, an effort to stay relevant, I guess, they've added two new categories to this year's Golden Globe ceremony. One is the Cinematic and Box Office Achievement Award, and then the other is the Best Performance in Stand-Up Comedy on Television. So the Cinematic's Box Office Achievement Award. Uh, eligible films are those that achieve a box office receipt total of $150 million, 100 of which must come from the U.S. domestic box office and or obtain uh, the digital streaming viewership recognized by a trusted source. So these are 
for the movies that are big, giant, and loud and fun, but never get considered because awards shows are usually leaning a little bit to more towards the artsy. Right? So they're doing what the MTV Movie Awards do. Basically, yes. Which I have always said this should be the top award. The top mm. award, not necessarily movies that just made the most, but the top award in the business of Hollywood, whether it's the Academy Awards or the Golden Globes, and everybody knows it, the top award of the night should go to the movie that cost the least and made the most. Mm -hmm. That's the business of Hollywood. That's show business. And they don't recognize that at all. Uh, the Stand-Up Comedy Award is, I guess they're going to, because they're on Netflix, there's so many stand-up specials yeah. uh, every year. And this is specifically for that. So it has oh. to be 30-plus minutes stand-up special released within oh, the qualifying period of so time. So, like, Dave Chappelle would win, Kevin Hart would win... Yeah. Chelsea Handler would win. Yeah. Bill Burr would win. Like yeah. all the, all that, the uh, You know what I love on Netflix? And she cranks out specials, and they are always hysterical, is that uh, I don't know what her last name is, but I think her first name is Eliza. You ever seen her, the blonde? Mm -mm. Oh, my God. She's funny. Eliza. Eliza. I don't know. She's funny. Schlesinger? Is that who it is? Elijah Schlesinger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Have you ever seen her? No, no, never. Just stand-up or she stand has like up, movies? Stand-up. Oh, okay. Only stand-up. Okay. She is like when I will like first day watch when she's on Netflix. Yeah? For sure. All right. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You want to hear uh, Pink throw a circumcision activist out of her concert? Hold on, what? So, bruh. <laughs> going in hot already. Yeah, I know. Okay, so Pink was doing a show, and it's a fans shot this video, and I guess there was a guy in the front row, and Pink's talking to the audience, uh -huh. and he holds up his phone to her yeah. so she can read it, and then what you'll hear is she leans forward and reads it, and written on this guy's phone in, like, big font is circumcision, cruel, and harmful. And so that's what he did at the Pink Show. Listen, you can be an activist and feel however you want, right? But he did it at the Pink Show. Like, he tried to get Pink's attention. Like, Pink is some sort of, you know... Is she going to be on your side? Like, like start making giant activist pro-circumcision. I don't, I, don't, I don't know her stance on circumcision. Sure. But this guy has opinions, and then Pink notices and has him thrown out of the show. Oh, no. I went to... What does that say? What? Oh, wow, you're making a whole point right now, aren't you? Yes! 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 Do you feel good about yourself? Are you going to be all right? You spent all this money to come here and do that? Come on, dude. I'm going to have to buy a, a Birkin bag with that ticket money. Get that shit out of here. He wants all of you to read it. He wants all of you to read it. He came here tonight to talk about circumcision. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and you're getting flamed by pink. <laughs> right? And he's, like, real yeah. proud, too. Get that out of here. Get it out. Get that cancer out, man. So, and he's standing there while security's grabbing him, like, turning in circles so all the crowd can see what's written on his phone, too. see and then they, the small-ass phone, bro? <laughs> and then they Come kick on, his ass out of there. So it weird, It didn't work, pal. Man. That's, like, I get it, but, like, Jesus. Wrong place, wrong <laughs> time. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So, Britney Spears released a video the other day where she was dancing in her living room. Everything Britney releases is a video of Britney dancing in her mm -hmm. living room. And Britney was in a pair of, like, bikini bottoms and, like, a little top. And she was dancing with knives. 
uh, to a song, and then you hear her clink the knives together. So here's that clip. Okay. So... Okay, that is definitely metal on metal, right? Uh The sound of metal on metal. And then fans in the comments were like, yo, what is going on with you? Uh And then she replied saying, I started playing in the kitchen with knives today. Don't worry, they are not real knives. Halloween is soon. But then she released a follow-up video. I don't know if you saw this. No. Wearing the exact same outfit with a cut on her leg and a giant bandage on her arm. Oh, Brittany, come on now. Not real knives making these real noises? Yes. Right? Come on now. (laughs) That's not plastic. That is not. So she cut herself at some point? it, It appears that she cut herself in at least two spots, one of which required a full wraparound bandage, not a Band-Aid. Like, her arm has a white, like, white gauze. So she sliced herself. Wrapped around. Not cut, sliced. Sliced. Girl. <laughs> right? Like, come get them knives out of, <laughs> like out of her you, home. What are you doing? Like, it's alarming. That's yeah. alarming behavior. It is. It is. And then to say not real knives, like, we didn't just hear that? Yeah. They clearly made a clink clink sound. Like, <laughs> like that's. I'm surprised they didn't spark. Yeah, those are real knives. Those Brittany. are those are real knives. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You want to hear uh, Kelly Osborne going off on Prince Harry and Meghan Markle again? Oh yes, please. Yeah. So this was on. I guess it's the Osborne's podcast. The first one that episode. She, was it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the one that she uh, is doing. She does it with her mom, right? The whole family. Is that the deal? Oh, the whole family. Even Dad's Oz- there. Ozzy's out there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Long episode. Come on, no man. Offense, but... No offense. <laughs> what do they do? Speak. How much time do they spend talking about Ozempic? A lot, I bet, eh? Because <laughs> that's it's Sharon Osborne. That's all she's talking about these days uh. is Ozempic. And she's talking about how she lost too much weight on Ozempic. Bro, I saw... On an ad, I can't remember which baseball game it was. Yeah. But you know the the digital billboard right behind Home Plate? Home Plate? Yeah. Yeah. I saw in big orange background with a white lettering that read Ozempic. It was on three panels. Yeah. Huge. There's one on the highway here. Is there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, everybody's on Ozempic. I got to get on that, I think. Me first. (laughs) Wait, hold on. Speaking of things like Kelly, you were f***ing. When I was in Australia, every time I opened up the news app it was like kelly osborne says harry's a prick or whatever no i said he was a <laughs> did you see that no, was that recently a t- as well no oh. i just said twat <laughs> yeah i just oh my god more like, <laughs> i just think he's such a whinger yeah oh, oh whinger? what's that mean like when you whinge like a wine bleh. wine uh, and a, a the, the thing is yeah. <laughs> and maybe it's because wow. I feel a certain <laughs> level of disappointment in the sense where I feel like they had an opportunity to become the most liked, loved people in the entire world that could actually bring some positive change. But they went down this like victim road instead. Like they, I get wanting to leave the, the royal family. The, I get that. But then just leave. Don't leave and then just give like woe is me stories about all the how difficult it was. Winger, it's a great term. So she doesn't like them. No, I think I, I think that she feels the way a lot of people feels, which yeah. is you know you you know they they could have gone one way, but they chose to go another way. The way they went, the way they went, which mm-hmm. was clearly a bad decision. Mm-hmm.
just based on everything we already know and have already seen. Um, what else? Do I have anything else? No. Mm, no, I'm good. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Queer Eyes, Jonathan Van Ness uh, was on Dax Shepard's podcast and it sort of got heated when they were debating uh, trans issues and uh, it, this is a heavily sort of like edited clip of a much longer conversation but you can see how it ended with uh, uh, Jonathan Van Ness in tears. Listen to this. What people are questioning, which is could the captain of the water polo team that was male for 19 years next month or in one year, compete against girls and women, would that be fair to girls and women? That's a fair question. Sure. I once had someone say, if trans women were allowed to transition, we would have never had Serena Williams because the 10,000th best man could have transitioned and beat Serena Williams. I just like think, how little do we think of women's athletes? I don't think that the 10,000th ranked male tennis player could beat Serena Williams no, a week after not. she had a baby, which I think is just right now. So I just I think that there's that. a lot of patriarchy. There's a lot of trans misogyny. But back to trans people in sports, for adults, this door's already been slammed shut. Honestly, I just, I wanted to come like chat about my podcast like other yeah, shows. Yeah, well, like, we're going to do that. We're going to do that. I did not intend at all to get into a debate with you about this. I didn't want that at all. I adore you. I think you're hysterical and talented, and I love that you're an activist. I could just like cry because I'm like so tired of having to like fight for little kids yeah. because they just want to be included. I wish that people were as passionate about little kids being able to like be included or grow up as they were about fictitious women's fairness in sports. I have to tell you, I am very tired. Damn. Damn. I don't know if you can call it fictitious women's fairness in sports, but you go on. Uh, is that show still in the air? Queer Eye More? Yeah. They have a new season? Is that the deal? They're filming, yeah. They are, right? Eh? One just came out not too long ago. Um, here is... Although none of them were Anthony's bachelor party. No, I know. We got that story. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. Uh, Anthony Rota, the uh, House Speaker in the uh, House of Commons, the guy who, I guess, organized for that Nazi to show up and they all give him a standing ovation. So he finally resigned yesterday. Do you have any interest in listening to his resignation? Is it boring? Uh, I mean, it's a it's a resignation from the Speaker of the House. We kind of have I to. Mean, we talked about this all week. I mean, give it a little bit. Give it a little bit. Give it a little bit. A it's little with a heavy bit. heart that I rise to inform members of my resignation as Speaker of the House of Commons. Okay, cool. Okay, uh, you know what's interesting is that everybody who's come out to say something, uh, they're all apologizing and this guy's resigning. Poland is talking about starting extradition for the 98-year-old Nazi that's been hiding oh in Canada God. all these years. But nobody's denounced the guy. Like, even in his apology, nobody has said anything about the guy. They're all like, I'm sorry I invited the guy. But nobody's saying anything about the guy. Okay, hold on. It has been my greatest honor like, as a parliamentarian to, to have guy? been elected by you, the Nazi. my peers, to serve as the Speaker of the House of Commons for the 43rd and 44th Parliament. 
The work of this house is above any of us. Okay, okay yeah, They're that's enough anyway. Boring. Okay, boring. <laughs> um, but it doesn't get any better for uh, Justin Trudeau. So do you remember last week he came out and so the incredible evidence that uh, India did some sort of hit on a, oh, on a, on a Sikh guy in yeah. D.C. Uh-huh. and then all hell broke loose and India started canceling visas and then they expelled the diplomat and then we expelled the diplomat and everything else. And there's protests outside the Indian consulate. So now it's, and it, this is how ridiculous and how ugly it's getting. What? So Indian TV's wild. Man, so the the prime minister's office here, Trudeau's office, uh, are now having to dismiss comments from for, uh, from a former Indian diplomat who says there is quote credible rumors that Justin Trudeau's plane was full of cocaine during his recent G20 meeting in New Delhi. <laughs> so come on, so credible D- rumors. Okay, listen to this: Deepak Vora, former Indian ambassador to Sudan, made the accusation on television. Oh, he said, yeah. "quote." When Justin Trudeau came to India for the G20 this month, his plane was full of cocaine. He did not come out of his room for two days. He claims that he didn't take a meeting because he was too high. He went on to say, this is the best. My wife saw him at the Delhi airport and said that Trudeau looked depressed and stressed. We don't know the reason. I don't know the reality. But social media and credible rumors suggest that his plane was full of cocaine. Uh, he goes on to criticize Trudeau for having little knowledge of international relations and said that he uh, behaves like a small child. So, oh. so this statement from Damn, Justin, the, you gonna take that? the prime minister's office is there now forced to say uh, this is absolutely <laughs> false and a troubling example of how disinformation can make its way into media reporting. <laughs> cocaine <laughs> like how much cocaine what's the rumor uh-huh. like if we're talking rumors right like how much is a lot of cocaine like a lot as in because he said quote full of cocaine <laughs> then i expect to be coke everywhere 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 yeah like they but were not partying yes, yes on that plane yes like cocaine <laughs> on never all happened the, but yes you know like the the the, the tables yes the flip down tables the flip down table like oh, just yes. covered yes right coke Piles everywhere of it. rolled up hundred dollar bills oh just everywhere all of it all of it mirrors yeah. little mirrors everywhere <laughs> <laughs> self snitches <laughs> <laughs> the hell goes on television and makes that accusation quote credible rumors (laughs) and also my wife (laughs) (laughs) the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh the late night shows are all going to be back on monday jimmy fallon jimmy kimmel seth myers and stephen colbert will all return monday uh john oliver will be back on hbo on sunday real time with bill maher will return to hbo on friday so there you go all the late night shows are back the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I don't, I've never watched an episode of the Kardashians. Oh my God, you would love it. Whether it was on MTV, is that what they were on? No, it was on E. On E, and mm, then uh, and then now on Hulu or but, Disney in Canada. Yeah, there was a colossal fight, and it was between <sighs> Kim and Courtney. Yeah, and it was over the it was over the phone. So I guess what happened was Courtney had this sort of thing with Dolce and Gabbana, where they did Courtney's wedding dress and they did her whole wedding, everything else. And then Kim took a job being the creative director for one of the Dolce and Gabbana shows, I guess, and mm-hmm. that really pissed off Courtney because she felt that like she was the Dolce and Gabbana girl. I, I, I don't. But they know. didn't ask you, Court. They didn't ask you, right? So. 
so what happened was is that they get on this phone call and they're just going at each other. And then Kim reveals on the phone call that there's a separate WhatsApp group chat where they only talk about Courtney. So, so, so here's the first part of the argument. All of your friends call us complaining whether you think they're the ones going to you. They're all coming to us on the side saying the opposite to us. So we're all confused and we're on a group chat that's actually labeled not Courtney. So we know and have to funnel what your friends are saying to us and have to figure out why you're such a different person and why you have this vendetta out. Do you think I want to be a part of that? Like, They're your friends, the ones that you speak to on a daily basis. But you take it all out on me and I'm trying the best that I can to reconcile and figure it out and call you all the time. It's about you. You are a narcissist. It is all about you. Anything you do, it's about you and about how it looks to the world about you. So you just want to clear up your facts. Take out my whole side of the episode. I don't give a what anyone thinks about me. Are you happy? Yes. Okay, well, so sound that, like it. Okay, okay. I'm so talk that, about that in the group chat. That, 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 right now, the group chat's going to be lit. Uh, so, so that was part one of the fight. Listen to part two. You're talking about the details because it's all your egotistical, selfish mind can think about. You cannot stand someone else being the center of attention. You came to my wedding. You couldn't be happy. You complained from the second you got there till the second you left. That's what it's about. Forget about you couldn't be happy. You couldn't be happy for me. You couldn't be happy that I was the center of attention and you weren't. What you is it that you feel so you low of me? If you'd like to. No, I want you to dig deep and figure out why you why you hate me so much and why you're so angry with me because all of this never happened. I was so happy for you. I was so. Why would I not, I not be happy for you? Yeah. I felt at my wedding like you weren't happy for me. Because so you have you wanna, a serious you vendetta. Know. You just are a different, you, you hate us. You, you're a different person. We all yes, talk about it. I don't it. need you guys anymore. Damn, son. Right? Oh, wow. that's, that's siblings right there. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I've gotten into Is that legit, my... though? Because, like, I don't know how much of the show is BS and, and everything Bro, else. And, they do they Do they really do they so dislike much. each other this much and they feel no, but then, truly like, that way? But then, like, hours later, or quote-unquote hours later, yeah. when you're watching it on television, they yeah. just make up. Like, they right. apologize. They say, I didn't mean it. And I get they all they all know it's good for business too. Like, like let's not forget that. that drama. Yeah, they they know it's good for business, but that's that's a crazy there, conversation to have with somebody, let alone your sibling. There's gotta be a hint of truth to that to that oh, though, right? Like Kim is yeah. sort of the darling of the of that of that family. Yeah, and, I, and, I think, right? maker, yeah, and I think that they should all kiss her ass a little bit. I yeah. think Courtney's way out of line for saying this. When she goes off on Kim saying it's all about you, yeah, guess what? It, <laughs> it is. is. Yeah. <laughs> Courtney and her have always had issues, though. Yeah, Big like, time. and Courtney's always been the one that's just been like, I don't want to be on the show, then back on the show, then doesn't want the attention, wants the attention. So I just feel like it's that, like you said, the that show, that show would still exist. That show in its entirety, that family in its entirety, would still exist the way it does today if you removed any one of them, with the exception of Kim. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And Courtney got to start acting like that, I think. I'm here for all that <laughs> drama, though. Look who's interested in the show now. Uh, uh, How many of you watch a single episode? I'll, I'll, never, I'll still never watch one. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, deal or no deal is back. <gasps> 
It's who, who guessed? It's me. It's weird. you like that show? Yeah, I used to love. I even had a game growing up. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> so here is uh, Howie Mandel passing the briefcase off to its new host for Deal or No Deal Island. Howie Mandel here, coming to you from an empty soundstage, someplace in Hollywood. The biggest, most exciting game show ever is about to return. Think about bigger money, harrowing challenges. How, you ask? By not shooting it in a soundstage like this. The whole show will take place on an undisclosed island location a world away from civilization. Wait. What? Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a germaphobe, people. I can't, I can't, I don't even shake hands. There's going to be like, uh, there'll be like bugs and snakes and st- I can't go. I can't do it. I can't host it. But they're going to need a host, someone adventurous, someone who loves games, someone who's good looking like me, not your average Joe. Joe Manganello. Howie Mandel. Would you host Deal or No Deal Island? Don't answer. Let me ask correctly. Deal or No Deal? Deal. There you go. This case has plane tickets. It's got okay. masks. Wow. It's got so, gloves. Um, so deal or no deal. This is a really like I'm sh- NBC is like I'm sure devastated to, to a certain point because Sofia Vergara is on America's Got Talent and her co-host mm-hmm. is Howie Mandel. And Howie Mandel, remember when he was goofing on her like about the, the divorce and all that stuff? Yeah, and I'm yeah. sure NBC thought that they were going to have both Sofia and Joe to be able to sort of trot both of them out and do a bunch of press for their shows and that he filed for divorce, and it's this big thing. So Deal or No Deal Island, it's kind of sounds like Survivor in a way. Well, so it's a spin on the classic game where 13 players are transported to the elusive Bankers Private Island Resort to compete for cash in a season-long fully immersive competition. So Deal or No Deal was always new contestants every week, yeah. right? This is going to be a cast of characters that go to an island, and I guess every part of the game play is going to be Deal or No Deal in order to win something or advance in the game. So it's going to be a very different game. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. You watch that, Maria? I'll see how it is. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Apparently, sitting all day increases the risk of dementia. So according to a new study that people who stay seated for long hours at work or at home are at much higher risk of developing dementia uh, than people who sit less. The negative effects of extended sitting can be so strong, researchers found, that even people who exercise regularly still face the risk if you sit too much. Even if you exercise in the morning, Mm -hmm. get a good workout, if you sit all day, you're one of those people, it erases what you did at the gym. Oh, so sorry, they I forgot. What were you talking about? <laughs> Maury lies down all day. I don't think this is on this study. <laughs> uh, this won't apply to you. If the, uh, uh, in, in the men and women who sit for uh, at least 10 hours a day. 10 hours? Okay, which most of them, they said they did in their study. Uh, their risk of developing dementia within the next seven hours. to eight years was 8% higher than people who sat fewer than 10 hours a day. The risk ballooned from there. Researchers found a 63% greater risk of dementia for people who sat at least 12 hours a day. 12? 12 hours. Sorry, I forgot if you do what? <laughs> so think about this for a second, right? You got a long commute in the morning. 
right? That's sure. two hours. You go to work all day, right? Yeah, but you're getting up and walking around. Are you, though? Are sure. you, though? Not what about those people who, like, on their lunch break, they go and they work out? That's very few people. Yeah, that's true. Very few people. So you let's walk say... walk around and maybe go let's, and get okay, some then, lunch. Then let's say six hours, right? Yeah. Your, your commute... So let's say six hours at work. Your commute is an hour and a half, so seven and a half hours. And then you get at home. You go home at night, sit down, have dinner. Right. That's like, say, another 45 minutes. And then you're watching Netflix until you go to bed at 11. That's like 11 hours. Isn't that glorious? <laughs> what a life. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Taylor Swift is set to attend another Chiefs game this Woo! Sunday versus the Jets. I'm going to be wild. Oh, um, football group chat is going to go so nuts. So uh, Travis Kelsey, her maybe boyfriend, or uh, I don't even know, Fomance, some people are calling him. Uh, he was on a podcast with his uh, with his brother, right? That's what mm-hmm. he yeah. does. It's his brother's podcast. They do that stuff together. Yeah. Uh, so here they are uh, talking a little bit about the relationship. What is your life like right now? I'm on the Have roller coaster, Have you noticed man. a pickup in... The roller coaster uh, of life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I noticed. I'm, I noticed some few things, you know, paparazzi yeah. outside my house, like <laughs> that for sure. <laughs> yeah, paparazzi outside your house <laughs> for sure, one hundred percent. They all have British accents know, too, or something one, European. What? How do you know if they're paparazzi? But I, they have a camera in their hands and they're screaming my name. Oh, that's a dead giveaway. That's how I know. <laughs> How's it feel that uh, Taylor Swift has finally put you on the map? <laughs> Shout out to Taylor for uh, for pulling up. That was pretty ballsy. That was pretty ballsy. Yeah, <laughs> I um, I just thought it was awesome how everybody in the suite had nothing but great things to say about her. You know, the the friends and family. She looked amazing. Everybody was talking about her in a in great light. And on top of that, uh, you know the the day went perfect for Chiefs fans. Of course, it, <laughs> we scripted it all, ladies and gentlemen. It was it was just impressive. It was impressive. A lot of people are very happy uh, for Taylor because finally she gets to be the little one in a relationship. (laughs) 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 And like how nice that must be for her. Yeah. Travis is huge, man. Yeah. Uh, Here's another clip. I don't know what they're talking about. More Taylor Swift stuff. (laughs) You sound so into it right now. (laughs) You clearly have wanted to keep this thing a little bit less uh, public. What uh? Do you have anything you want to say? Well, one, I know, I know I brought all this attention to me, right? I'm the one that was, I did the whole friendship bracelet thing and, you know, told everybody how butthurt I was that I didn't get to meet Taylor. You got to shoot your shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? You miss a hundred percent and you don't take baby. Um, so yeah, I think it's, uh, what's real is that, um, you know, it is my personal life and, um, I want to respect both of our lives. I, she's not in the media as much as I am doing this show every single week and, you know, having fun during the NFL season on other guys shows. I've enjoyed every second of it. (laughs) So like you said on that Thursday night game, I'm enjoying life. Um, and I sure as hell enjoyed this weekend. Uh, so Everything moving forward, um, I think. I, I think me talking about sports and saying "all right now" will have to be uh, kind of where I keep it. There you go. That's all we want. Uh, yeah, Trav, just football talk. Yeah, we sh- I should get a bunch of these. Have you seen the videos where women um, like hide their phones and then they ask their boyfriend if they're happy that Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map, 
and then the boyfriends lose their minds. <laughs> no, I haven't seen those. Oh my god, they're so funny. Oh. Well, I'll get a bunch of them for you tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, they're, please. They're, abs- they're so guys who lose their mind. What are you talking about? Why would you say that? He's only one of the greatest tight ends of all time. Three Super Bowls. Like, oh my god, they lose their yeah. minds. It's so fun. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Michael Gamden has passed away. He was uh, uh, Dumbledore in oh, no! uh, in the Harry <gasps> Potter films from. My heart. Uh, from 2004 to 2011, after he replaced the late Richard Harris. So oh. uh, so he was Dumbledore in, I think, six of the eight Harry Potter films. Oh, he right, passed away. Dumbledore. Yeah, it's sad. 82 years old is how old he was. Yeah, it's kind of sad. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the uh, $68 million Lotto 649 ticket was sold in Toronto. Check your tickets. Could I checked. Me. Could be me. Could Did you check? You? Go check right now. Go oh, check I didn't buy one. a ticket. Oh, that's oh, not going to so be how... you. Uh, you checked, right, Mocha? Ten bucks, I Ten won. Ten bucks. I forgot to play. Oh. I was reading the story about that Powerball winner in uh, California. Yeah. Uh, Edwin Castro. Remember, uh-huh. he won $2 billion, Oh, right? yes, And yes. he took it all in one lump sum. Uh-huh. So it was $997.6 million. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's going in on him, like trying to give him what? financial advice. Oh. Okay, so he the first thing he bought was a $4 million house. Okay. Then he bought a $25 million house. Oh, you idiot. Then he bought a $47 million house. What do you know all these houses for? I don't know. The, oh, like investment? Well, it's like, you know, because you have to think on that level when you're a billionaire, right? It's like when you uh, you you go in somewhere and you see like a jacket, right? And you're like, uh-huh. oh my God, that jacket's awesome. But then you go in another store and it's like, it's the same style that you wanted, only better. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to get that jacket too then, right? Like, oh, maybe, I'm like that with hats. Y- with hats. Yeah, same sure. thing. So he spent $47 million on his most recent house purchase. Purchase, and uh, um, it has like DJ turntables that come rise up from the floor. Sick. It has a champagne tasting room, a wine cellar, a suspended glass walkway, a full theater, an infinity pool overlooking LA. Right. Uh, but the financial planners are now coming out to give him advice, right? So here's one uh, financial planner, planner, Emily Irwin. She says, don't make, when you win the lottery, okay, uh, mm-hmm. they say get paid out in installments as opposed to taking the one lump sum like this guy did. Uh-huh. Sorry, who's not going to take a billion dollar one lump sum? She says, don't make any visible life changes. Don't quit your job. Don't go out and buy a Ferrari. Don't buy a mansion. Tell me what to do with my money. It's a billion dollars. She goes on to say, maybe you have student loans you want to pay off. That makes sense, but try to avoid that mega purchase. Just so you know, his $47 million mansion that he bought Mm -hmm. is exactly 2.5% of what he's worth. He's not going to go broke. I mean, unless he keeps buying houses like this. But come on already. The guy wins $2 billion and the financial planners are like, don't quit your job. $2 billion? Like he's going to go back to work. Like Go back to the factory? Yeah, like no. whatever he was doing in the first place. Listen to your boss. He wasn't a CEO. Like this guy just had a regular job, man. Nah. nah. Right? But I'm doing I, the same thing. I, I will say, though, a $4 million house, a $25.5 million excessive. house, and a $47 million house. Excessive. Okay, it's a bit excessive. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app. I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You just created the playground 
where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency.